Welcome to The Gripe. That's Allison. And that is Kai. And we are here to gripe it out, y'all. I'm kind of thankful that our microphone got stolen from those burgles. Because we got a Because it just up. sounds so much better. <laughs> for us, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much they got on the black market for that exactly. Yeti microphone. I know, right? <laughs> Maybe they stole it to start their own crime podcast. Ooh, crime cast. I mean, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like they like detail all their criminal I mean doings. They have all of the accessories. They, they have headphones. They have a microphone. They, they have, have headphones? Lo- yeah, they stole people's headphones off their desk. Oh here? Yeah. Hell no. They have laptops. Garage band already installed on one of them. You know, they they've got the the starter kit yeah. <laughs> for podcasting. <laughs> Let's see them, you know Ooh. do something with it. Guys. <laughs> Crimecast coming to you in 2019. <laughs> Hit us up, guys, if you, um, you know, we're the start of that. We all want to hear what's, what's going on. Um, yeah, so welcome back to the Gripe Podcast. And uh, this is where we just attempt to throw some shade, but also make you laugh a little bit. Throw some shade to let in the light is how I like to look at it. So, like, bring down the shade, but leave a little crack so exactly. some light comes in. There you go. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, this is the week before your favorite holiday. My favorite holiday of Thanksgiving. How are you feeling? Um, we'll get into it. Okay. Because I, I feel like, you know, because I'm going to Minneapolis. Yes, you are. It's my year to fly um, to my brothers. Mm-hmm. And um, we have very different styles. You know, he likes everybody being in the kitchen, like togetherness, community, and you're like, no. Well, right, there's nothing for me to do, so it's a little bit weird. Like when when I host, um, I'm prepping. I've made my lists. I've got my shopping done. You like to feel useful, so I'm sure this is hard I for you do. right now. Yes, exactly. Just to accept that I'm not in control of this. Accept the things you cannot change. <laughs> exactly, and I'm not an alcoholic. um but we'll get into more of that a little bit later okay Um, yeah but i'm at peace with not being in control yeah you know for now this year anyways (laughs) (laughs) um we're doing thanksgiving at a restaurant this year you are yeah like on actual thanksgiving are you staying in town we're staying in town on thanksgiving day Mm -hmm. but then we're taking the train okay um to leavenworth as is our tradition. Got it. So that'll be Thanksgiving evening. It's like 5.15. Dinner? Uh, no, the train. The train, oh. So we're going to go like afternoon. Got it. Yeah. Um. So that's a little bit different. Yeah. And I was, the reason why I was okay with having Thanksgiving at a restaurant is because we were supposed to get together with some groups oh. or some friends giving, but it got canceled. Oh, that's right. So I'm going to make the person that's listening to this podcast <laughs> who knows who she is feel guilty. Oh, but you that's know, so your way. It's my way. I like to make people feel guilty over the podcast way. But we love you. But we know we, she know we <laughs> exactly. ain't really mad at her. Um, so Micro Crystal, she does a restaurant every single year. Yeah. They rarely cook at home. Um, and she's not a fan of turkey. Yeah, I'm not really either. She's like a... A fish kind of girl. I question people that are really into turkey. You know what? How are we friends? <laughs> like, I don't know what I would do without turkey in my life. Wait, how often do you eat turkey? I eat turkey like once a week. How often do you eat dead bird? <laughs> Pretty regularly. <laughs> and I'm not even a vegetarian. 
I just think it's so dry. I, but you're making it wrong. Well, Aaron makes a smoked turkey, and that's the best turkey I've ever had. Yeah. And it's not dry. Right. So I ain't mad at that kind. <laughs> but like oven roasted kind. I'm telling you, there's there's a way to do it. Yeah. Where it's juicy. Okay. And delicious. Have you made one in your oven at, at home, at your apartment? I have. And, it's, and you... You nail it? Yes. Every time? It's all about the brine, you guys. I could get into it, but I won't, because it's boring to most people. But for me, I'm fascinated by it. Um, yeah, but I've made it several times. Okay. It's a, it's pretty foolproof. Yeah. You remember when you brought those mashed potatoes and nobody ate them? <laughs> Did we talk about that last yes, year? Yes, we've already talked okay. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then the next year, everyone ate it up. Licked clean <laughs> out of that crack pot. <laughs> I had to redeem those mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're doing a thing. Well, Saturday weekend. is Aaron's birthday. Right. So he, like, organically made it his birth giving is what he's calling it. Because <laughs> nice. he said what he wanted to do for his birthday was smoke a turkey. And I'm like, it's your birthday. Yeah. You know, you do you, do you on your birthday. <laughs> As one does. Right. And then he was like, well, maybe I just want to have some people over for my birthday. Classic Ron. You mm-hmm. know, he always is trying to have a party. Is he? Always. And so I'm like, can I invite Kai? So all the events are always his, <laughs> his idea. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've talked about this. You know how I like get all worked up when we have people yeah, over. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you don't do it. Yeah, I still do it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, got to have Kai there, obviously. <laughs> got to have the fam over. And then I was like, let's just keep it small so we can have a conversation yeah. like where we can all sit, sit around the, the table. table and eat. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's my birthday. But then like half <laughs> half an hour later, he's like, all you're right, right. You're yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I'm so glad he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, so Aaron's birth giving. Yeah, Saturday. I'm yeah. It'll be fun. Um, what else? I got a couple things that have nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so this, I just want to state before I talk about the story uh, I don't have an opinion about it. It's just this. Well, it's the, uh, it's just something that I want to talk of about. Interest. Yeah. Okay. So it happened on a flight last week. Um, there was a a young mother, a new mother. I don't know if she was young. Okay. With a a young enough child that they're still being um, fed formula, so less than one okay. year old. Mm-hmm. So the plane had apparently just taken off. Now the details are a little bit sketchy. I don't know how long the plane was going to be in the air, like the duration of the flight. And this baby started wailing. Mm -hmm. And the mom's like freaking out because they've just taken off. She's just in for a treat, right? Of a long flight with the baby. Right. So the flight attendant comes over and says, can I do any, is is everything okay? Because sometimes they do try to help, like give a distraction. And the mom says that she's just run out of formula and the baby is hungry. Oh. The flight attendant. Is also a mom, mm-hmm. a young ah, mom. Child. And so she offers to breastfeed the baby. Okay. And the mom says yes. Okay. And so she takes this child, she nurses the baby, mm-hmm. and then the baby is happy. And it's like a feel good, heartwarming story. Okay. That's what it's you know being presented as right. in the media as like this this woman got a promotion. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So my thing is. Would I, a couple things, would I have let a stranger nurse my child? Mm -hmm. Would I offer to nurse somebody else's child? Mm -hmm. It's just so many predicaments. Uh Being um, a man and not having a child, what are your thoughts on this story? Well, what comes to mind first? The first thing that comes to mind is 
I was maybe eight years old. So my brother... And you were still breastfeeding then? My brother was three, right? Uh, we had a family friend who had hella kids. And um, like my brother was like little, but he wasn't like a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're hanging out. Oh my gosh. Where is the story? And like going? she was, he was sitting on uh, a family friend's uh, lap. And then she whipped her boo out and like offered it to him. Stop. And like, we're all just like, I'm like shocked and like freaked out. <laughs> and like the kids are, I'm like, this is different. And he didn't take it, thank God. That would have been highly disturbed. I am but so I was disturbed. like, this is completely inappropriate. No one asked you to, to whip your boob Wildly out and offer him your teeth. Yeah. Um, I feel this story is lovely, what you just told me, mm-hmm. you know, because it's people have helping people. It is. Yeah. I feel like, as a, you know, you can't just, you can't do say what you would do because in that moment like i can empathize with the mother because you're desperate right Right. like you don't have any food and you have a screaming child yeah i feel like what i would have done is let her nurse my child but then afterward i would have been paid her so anxious about it (laughs) no i'd be like i don't know this woman what did i just do i would get in my anxiety i feel like you would be, be like that happened we're good. Everyone's happy. Do you know me at all? I feel Kai, like that's you what you do. know I worry and worry and worry I, and worry and worry. And worry yes. <laughs> but then it's all unfounded. It is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I think that you'd come to realize that eventually. Yeah. She got a promotion. I mean, she that's a hell of a way to get a promotion. She's whipping out that teat. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyhow. I didn't see, I didn't see that story anywhere. You might have, like, maybe seen a headline or something, but it just didn't interest you because, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just didn't stand out to right. you. Right. Um, I just have to do this real quick. Um, I'm giving my little tribute to Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. Stan Lee's dead, y'all. Were you a Marvel fan? Look, he, this guy changed he my life comics. as a little kid. Yeah. Like... I was a huge fan of the X-Men comic books that my cousin Joe, um, he lent us these comics and I didn't know what they were. And um, like, it just gave me life as a little kid. I was like, whoa. And then it actually started with Saturday morning cartoons. Spider-Man, it's amazing mm-hmm. friends. Do you remember that at all? Yeah. And then that's a Stan Lee thing. You know, it's a Marvel thing. And so, um, yeah, like he was just this, an innovator in terms of using that medium. Like back in the day when he started, like back in fucking 1930s or something, whatever. Yeah, he was hella old. I know. He's always been an old man to me. And that was like, how many decades ago? He was an old man, right? Yeah. Um, but he started filling the inkwells at uh, the place where they, they did the comics. Like he was set so low on the totem pole. And um, he just built his way up. Mm-hmm. And cool. I mean, that's awesome. I like a good story like that. And then, like, when he was around 40 years old, he was, like, kind of over it. Because in back then, all the comic book heroes were idealized people. Like, Captain America, like, he had no flaws, right? So he was kind of over it, and he was going to quit. And his wife said, well, if you're going to quit anyways, why don't you just create something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, because you feel like there's nothing to lose. So he started doing these comics where the heroes were flawed. 
Like they had bad tempers, they were vain, they argued, and that's what people related to. Mm. And so, um, yeah, so we created this entire empire, and uh, like it or not, they're all it's all over now. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Marvel is everywhere. It could be like maybe too much. You know, it saturated the the film industry. Well, it seems like they're only making that's like all they're doing. Big yeah. Marvel movies right. now. But this guy was awesome, and. Uh, I was I was actually sad when I saw that. I was ninety five sad because I don't have a connection yeah. like that to him. But you know what? The first thing I thought of was what the Big Bang Theory. Why? Because they love them some Stanley. They oh. talk about him all the time, yeah. and he's been on that show as a guest. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so, like, and I'm not an avid Big Bang Theory person, but mm. you know what's on like syndication, mm-hmm. and so like it's always on. So I'll pop it on when I'm doing something. And uh, yeah, they love them some Stanley. He's the man. He uh, his name is actually Stan Lieber. Oh, he changed but he changed it. it because, like I said, comics were like te- a ter- people hated comic books back way back then. Um, and he was like, I don't want my real name to be sullied once I write the great oh, American shit. novel. And because you know he had aspirations to do big things, mm. and he didn't want his name to be marred. Gotcha. Being a comic book person. Yeah. But guess what? It stuck. I'm into that. So. I've already decided if I was ever going to write a book <laughs> that my name, I would go by Allison French. Because French was my middle name before I got married. Uh-huh. And like if I was ever going to write a book or put my name on something, like I would just want it to be me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that rude? No. Because like I took Aaron's last name. Right. And so, like, sometimes I just want things to be mine. That's your own identity. Alice and French. Yeah. It has a nice ring to it, I think. Or Allie French. <laughs> if it was a rom-com, it would be Allie French. <laughs> 100%. Um, I've got some breaking news. Oh. Some hot off the press. <laughs> okay. From people.com. So, you remember, we, we've talked about this probably in the past couple months uh-huh. about that couple from North Carolina that did the GoFundMe with the homeless man. Oh, yes. And then it was in... Um, they were in, in court because he wanted the money. And they, he, wanted, and they yeah. were spending the money. Exactly. Well, it literally has now come to the courts that they were in it together. All of them? Yes. I don't understand. Those three people Wouldn't conspired... Yes, <gasps> to make up this story from the story beginning. From the Stop! Beginning. I don't believe you. This is hot off the press. Whoa! And so now they have to. They're all facing criminal criminal charges for like fraudulent Man. stuff on GoFundMe. Wow! Guys, go back and listen to our GoFundMe. Crime. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So did things There's go so many left lessons with here. them? Like did there all three of them? Or, you know what I mean? Because he was suing and they were like, no, that, I think that's not what happened. that somebody came forward and and told on them uh-huh. and said they have been in this from the beginning. They made up this story so they could go in together get and, this GoFundMe and get thing. a GoFundMe going. And they've actually turned themselves in. The two. <sighs> the married couple. Yeah, the married couple. The beleaguered woman that ran out of gas on the side of the Right. Road. But you know, okay, so... I guess my question is, when the lawsuits started happening against each other, was that planned too? I don't think that was planned. Okay. So something went went wrong something between went all three of them. I do not like this one bit. It's so funny because um, 
there's someone that I am friends with on on the Facebooks, mm-hmm. and um, she did a GoFundMe to go on a yoga retreat slash workshop. We have workshop talked about this. Slash immersion. And then someone um, wrote a veiled post saying that it was tacky. It is. And then she, Was that person me? It was not you. <laughs> but it could have been. <laughs> um, and this person saw it and like had feelings about it, posted her feelings about the comment. It's tacky. And then she garnered all this attention from it, all this sympathy. Um, so, I don't know. It's really funky well i think the lesson to be learned from this you guys is and i hate to like put this negativity out there especially in the week of thanksgiving (laughs) but don't contribute to gofundmes where you don't know the people right i don't know i'm not sure that's the lesson that's my lesson sure that's the lesson okay what's the lesson because you you don't know where that money is going you don't know but like Remember that guy who was like super handsome, super cute, young guy. He like had his friend Rose, who was like ninety. Oh yeah, we, and he went over. Yeah, we love them. Yeah, I and love then them. he got he raised all that money but to that make was, her life comfortable. That was on NBC News. So but no, was... you don't know him. <laughs> that was on the news. <laughs> we need clear parameters. I agree that the system is flawed, but I don't know. If that's the lesson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, my 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 first gripe to get this started, and this is a pre gripe. Oh, no, no. This me... is a pre gripe. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh, wait, do you have something else? I do. Okay, go. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to create a new segment. What? Called um, lift stories. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> the uplift of the week. Oh, is it? Oh my gosh, is that the name? <laughs> something like that. We'll work it out. Okay. But um, this past week, it was the first time that I picked up a passenger. With a dog. Okay, how do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, because this dog was tiny, um, it was a lap dog, you know. I came out, she's like, oh, my dog will sit on my lap the entire time. Fine. Um, it was a shared ride, so we had to go pick someone else up. Okay. So this woman, second woman, opens the back door, sees the dog, looks at me and says, oh, I didn't know it was a dog. Can I sit up front with you? I was like, sure, that's fine. She closed the door. You are so accommodating in your lift life. I looked back at the at the other the first passenger. Like, oh my god, I'm sorry that happened because it was super awkward. So the woman sits in the front seat with me and starts asking me, "Is that is that allowed?" I was like, "What to have a dog?" I was like, "Uh huh, it's allowed." It's not allowed for you to be annoying. She was I mean the entire GTFO. time. GTFO. She was like. um... I didn't know. So, like, what happens? Like, how 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 do I know that there's a dog in the car? I was like, don't do a lift share. <laughs> exactly. That's your lesson. Look at me serving up Thank lessons. Thank you. <laughs> and the the first passenger was like laughing out loud because it was just absurd. And um, she and I, you know, I was like, please don't say anything. Just be quiet. But the one backseat was like, um, are you from Seattle? <laughs> And a passenger, too, that was in the front said, you know, she had a European accent, so she said, well, I've been here for 20 years. Um, okay, that's, all, that's basically. Right. And so then the first passenger said, well, then you know that Seattle is a really dog-friendly place. It's true. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's not getting us anywhere. I agree with you. How much longer are they in the car together? Oh, it was like a 30-minute drive. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I drove them from um, Seattle to Bellevue and then to Kirkland. Um 
And she was like, yeah, I mean, I'm allergic, but I'm also scared, da-da-da. It, it was just incredibly awkward. And I get that her point. Like, if you really are allergic and you have issues with dogs. The dog but this, live share. Exactly. And this dog, though, so quiet, so polite, so well-behaved. Nope, um, gots to go. <laughs> but don't do ride-sharing if you have issues like that. Mm-hmm. Or, and I, it's, I told her, I can let you out early. And then you can just get another lift. She's like, but I don't want to pay twice. I was like, well, you won't. Just call the, the line, whatever, call support, and um, they'll refund you this this ride. But she wasn't having it. I was like, okay. Mercy. No. <laughs> She's annoying to me. Um, so that's the uplift of the week. <laughs> I'll say what I was going to share next <clears throat> for next week's oh. podcast. Okay. Um, because we're... We're getting in deep in time. Got it. <laughs> so, obviously, next week is Thanksgiving. So, we thought we'd take this opportunity to capitalize on the theme. And talk on the tea. Capitalize on that tea on Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. And talk about continuation of Thanksgiving grapes. Yes. Partially, they're, you know, we'll, we'll do our Thanksgiving grapes. And then we'll do what we're thankful for this year. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... I just feel like I have to reiterate this one from last year because it's that much of a gripe to me. Mm -hmm. And I probably didn't even need to say that. I might edit this part out. (laughs) Um, But if you go to a Friendsgiving Mm -hmm. or your actual Thanksgiving with your family, whomever, however your Thanksgiving turns out, you cannot show up with something that is store-bought. No. <laughs> you have got to pull it together as a grown-ass human being mm-hmm. and make something. Now, mm-hmm. you know I have caveats. Uh-huh. One is the pumpkin pie from Costco. Oh, man. Like, that is... <laughs> it's too good and it's too cheap to to not do that. Mm-hmm. That's what Aaron is asking for on his birth-giving day. Oh, cute. It's <laughs> pumpkin pie from okay. Costco. Uh-huh. So we're going to do that, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm also making something. Uh-huh. I'm making two things. Oh. Yeah. One's deviled eggs, but it counts. <laughs> um, like, throw a yeast roll in the oven. Like, to me, that's at least... Tr- like, if you have no cooking skills, mm-hmm. like, let some yeast rolls rise, throw them in the oven. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Also, deviled egg. Really, the only thing you have to do is boil the egg. <laughs> like, these are things... You gotta slice it, pull that yolk out, but, mash yeah. it together... There's some work there. But people, people do love a deviled egg. I know they do. And it, it shows that you put some effort mm-hmm. into making something. But mm-hmm. again, if you show up with coffee cake from Safeway, not cool, bro. Well, yes, but I'm going to I'm gonna call your bluff on this one. Because I'm bringing something. Well, duh. I'm bringing baguettes from Seawolf. Okay. The bakery. Okay, that's it, though? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm bringing more, but that's a part of what I'm bringing. You like how I said that's it. That place is so good. I haven't had the bread. Do you know there. what I mean? Though? But it's like a fancy bakery. Okay. And I feel like if you up level, so there's a dollar what you're limit. Bringing, then <laughs> then if it's you go to legit. a bougie bakery. Because I'm not making baguettes. Bougie is life. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. So I get it. Yeah. Yes. Just don't be a cheapskate. Don't be a tacky cheapskate is what you're saying. I guess that's what I'm saying. I think so. That's legit. Mm-hmm. I just think that if somebody is going through the trouble of hosting, you need to like put in some effort. Yes. 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 On that, we can all agree. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, my first gripe. It's more of a question. Is okay. So Thanksgiving's next week, right? I'm seeing people eating turkey meals this week. Well, we're going to be. But that's we're getting together though. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like at the grocery store. I'm seeing you know like if they have uh, a hot food bar, people are getting turkey. Uh, and mashed yeah. potatoes it's like aren't you gonna be turkeyed out don't you know what i'm saying it's like you have to save that taste for next week y'all yeah i would you know? i would definitely be turkeyed out don't you think so mm-hmm. i'm almost I mean, turkeyed I don't out know right this. now <laughs> i don't know the situation i don't know who they're gonna see next week if anyone mm-hmm. so i mean if you're if you've got if you've got a taste for it okay but if you have plans either this weekend or on thanksgiving save it yeah right mm-hmm yeah. What's your favorite, like, do you have a favorite mashup of leftovers, like Ross and no, his sandwich? I don't have that. Mm-mm. But it, there just has to be stuffing involved, because that's the stuff. Can we make stuff top? No, not, so this weekend doesn't count. No, that's just us getting together. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, no. I think we're going to have No, stuff. no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pressed about that. Um, but for real Thanksgiving. Yeah, you have to make an like an over make stuffing. Because what I enjoy more than eating turkey mm-hmm. is eating a turkey sandwich. Really? With leftover turkey? I have. I don't think I've ever done a turkey sandwich. What? Yeah. Nope. I'm gonna use some of your bougie ass bread <laughs> and my Duke's mayo from the south and leftover turkey, and it will be delicious. Okay. <laughs> Oh, brother. There's also never enough gravy. Mm. Did you ever notice that? I was going to bring... That's so funny, I forgot. I was going to bring... I still have it. That can of gravy... That I brought? That you bought that one time. Dude, listen. I, I love was, it. I was about to come over to your house, and you said, can you bring some gravy? Yeah. And I'm like, you expect me to just make up some gravy no. right now? So obviously I bought the some. The stores have, like, pre-made... But, like, they make themselves gravy. Safeway doesn't. Well, you know, that's your fault. That's your business. <laughs> so I bought that Heinz gravy. Yes. Do you remember? I, of course. I look at it every time I open my pantry. Bring that shit. Bring I it. Should. You know, um, me and Aaron are not too proud to eat Heinz gravy. Have you had it before? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. It's just salt. Uh, it's brown salt. Yes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Okay, here's my next gripe. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on getting dressed up on Thanksgiving? Um, I mean, no. People, like, make it a, a formal thing where they, like, set the dining room table. And, you know, I like a formal event. Yeah, but you got to put on an eating dress, though. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> if you're a woman, wear a dress, then you can expand. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to be comfortable on Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Because Thanksgiving is all about just eating too much. That is the true American way. I feel like... Do you remember that one guy who had Lululemon make him a Lululemon tuxedo no. on his wedding day? No. It was ugly as fuck. I don't think that he and I would be friends. But it was comfortable as fuck, too. Yeah. And so that, I feel like that's that would be perfect here. It's all stretchy. It moves. 
uh, it wicks moisture. Sure. <laughs> that might work in this capacity. Like, have on some fancy sweats. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I be getting real formal with it. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Um, that's all I had. <laughs> because, yeah, that's it. Um, okay, so this is my next sort of gripe. And this has to do with my brother. Uh-oh. Um, so, it's tradition versus innovation. Like... Are you a traditional person where you kind of want the same thing every single year? Absolutely. See, I'm more of a, okay, we've done that before. What can we do next? I don't like to try new things. Really? Aaron's the pioneer in our relationship. Right. I'm like, it's tried and true. Let's go with it. Yeah, because y'all love that smoked turkey. And it is amazing and juicy. Um, so what are you thinking of trying new this year? I want to, I, for me, I would love to try making the bird in a different way. Okay. Um, instead of putting it in the brine, do like a salt thing. Um, I want to flip it so that the breast side is down and then flip it halfway through. See what that does. Are you just making this stuff up or are you I'm like not, looking no, I'm at res- it? I research. Yeah. Okay. And see what people are talking about. You know, the innovations of Thanksgiving, which I'm into. And then I just want to try, like, a leek and mushroom stuffing instead of, like, you know, what we always have. And then we always have a wild card dish, which I guess maybe that's the innovation. It's like, what can we make that's a completely off-Thanksgiving menu, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not really part of it, but we like to try something new every year, you know? So what's that? I don't know yet. They're, ma- they're in charge of it? I, no. And that's the thing is, like, I'm a planner. Jeff will will be there like Wednesday afternoon figuring out what, what we're gonna make. Does that stress you out? Completely stresses me out. Are you staying with Jeff? Yes, I am. I need to see updated pictures of Dorothy, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Innovation versus tradition. That's kind of there's like, a balance. I feel like. Nah. <laughs> I say a hundred percent tradition because uh-huh. like my next one was people that try to like make. Things that are delicious and great, they try to make it fancy and bougie. Like? Green bean casserole. Yeah. See, I found a fancy green bean casserole. But what if it's not good? And then, then you, you missed know. your chance of good green bean casserole. I say make both. Because, I mean, it really is inexpensive to make the, exactly. the sodium-filled green bean casserole. But it's come from like. a can? All of it does. Oh, ew. Gross. 100%. Ew. You know that... Mushy. It, but it's so good. I can't. I could eat it once a week. <laughs> the French style green beans, mm-hmm. cream of mushroom soup, French onions, some salt and pepper. But the onion, onion some top. French onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bake it for half an hour. Uh huh. Like I can eat the whole casserole <laughs> dish of it, but then my sodium content would be through the roof. See, that's that's the reason why. So I can't even look at that. It's so so gross. I think we're gonna have that on Saturday. Okay. Well, I'll sit on the opposite side of the table. Um. <laughs> But I was like, okay, you know you don't like this mushy thing, but can you elevate it? But and I don't so want I found, to. No, no, no. I was talking to my, about myself. Oh, okay, okay. Like maybe this is what I can, one of the things I can make is, you know, with the fresh green beans and make my own mushroom gravy thing. Because I can fry up some fried onions, mm-hmm. you know, by myself. So I was considering it. Oh, for real? Yeah. What would you decide 
I don't know yet. I'm, I'm considering it still. You can do your bougie one. <laughs> we'll do your bougie one. That's my favorite word. I think that's my bougie. My 2018 word of the year. <laughs> bougie. And just living that bouge is life. My, our friend Elena texted me that. She said bouge is life. And I'm like, that's my theme. It's my theme for this year. Um, yeah. Okay. Do you have another one? Because that was do. kind of Oh, weird. let's see. Um... Yeah, those are my grapes, actually. My, my okay. Thanksgiving grapes. Transition. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you want more Thanksgiving grapes, go listen to our one from last year. Because yeah. they're all the same. <laughs> 100%, I'm sure. We don't change. Um, so we're transitioning now into... Thankful. We're grateful for. Thankful Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> What's your first one? Um, My first one is kind of taking a note off of um off of what I just said Bouge's life. <laughs> I've had an excellent clothing year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really. Because okay, so let me back up a little bit. Um I've been working with Aaron for almost 3 years. Uh-huh. But prior to that, for the past decade, I had been working in yoga clothing. Uh-huh. So um, I was managing a yoga studio first, and then I worked at Lululemon for a long time, then I worked at Core Power for a long time. So in that time period, I just had to wear yoga clothes. Mm-hmm. Now, as somebody that likes to get dressed up and be dressy, yeah. that was a little hard for me, but I liked the work I was doing, so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You just up your yoga outfits, though. I tried to, mm-hmm. and then transitioned to working with Aaron, and I really didn't have that many things. Mm-hmm. to wear mm-hmm. so over these past three years I've been slowly Collecting. building my wardrobe because you can't just go all out right. you know um, you can't wild out like that like I just feel that I've finally reached a culmination <laughs> where I have a nice array of things to wear you reach critical mass <laughs> and now I need to start <laughs> tapering back oh okay because I don't know if Bouja's life can afford 2019 <laughs> Well, if once Aaron hits that mogul status, We're, then we, it won't be an issue, right? We're still trying. We out here trying <laughs> to reach that Jay-Z and Beyonce status. <laughs> um, What's your first one? My first one, it's real simple. I love, 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 especially this time of year, a really hot shower. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. But does it dry out your skin? Um, no, I don't have that dry skin issue. Mm. Um, but if you've ever been cold, there's nothing like taking a hot shower to warm you, you up or a hot bath. And I love it so much. It just changes my mood. You know? That's good. Yeah. I'm not ever cold when I take a shower because I take one in the morning. Are you cold when you I'm wake always up? cold in the morning. Huh. Yeah. I mean, even from, like, walking from my bed to the shower, it's a little nippy. Yeah. It's, you know, so just getting that first hot water on my skin just wakes me up really good. I'm going to make a hard pivot and say I love taking a shower after I work out and I'm Uh dirty and sweaty. Well, I sure hope so. To me, like, that's when I love the shower the uh, most. I see, I see. I'm trying to, like, make a parallel here. It. You're taking away and you're trying to shame me. Why are we friends? Why do I take this abuse? Because you know it's good. Um, But, man, okay, so I feel that. I'm trying, like, some other things here. You know the weather in Seattle is, like, kind of cold and damp, and we both 
do the yoga thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people crave that hot room. Like, it just feels so good yeah. for nine months out of the year in Seattle. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes the heat's broken. Where are you trying to teach? Oh, really? And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's oh. all I'm going to say. <laughs> Our heat is on fleek. When it has yeah. been. And it's um, a priority when it's not, right? Right. Like, you be, oh, yeah. you can't wait five days. I mean, there's nothing more anxiety-inducing than walking to a yoga room that's supposed to be hot and having it ice cold. Yeah. That makes me nervous. I mean, I will say that, like, it's my experience, like, it wasn't ice cold, but you just crave that hot heat yeah. in the wintertime here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so hot showers, baby. It's that easy, that yeah. simple. <laughs> um... So this year has been an interesting one in terms of parenthood for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, Charlotte turned three in January. And it's like learning how to be a parent to somebody that is growing into their opinions. And they're not like she doesn't just have to do what I say because she's a small little thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has actually been hard for me but also is something that I'm thankful for because I've had to shift uh-huh. kind of like I can't just be like what I say goes right and you have to listen to me uh-huh. which is what I naturally gravitated to because I'm not a patient person yeah um but then seeing like how she reacted from me acting that way um and not wanting to like be around me, oh. and wanting to more be around Aaron because oh. he's so much more patient with her. I see. And I didn't want to, I didn't want that to be the groundwork of our relationship, me and Charlotte, mm-hmm. of me just like being the strict disciplinarian and him being like the loving, yeah, good cop, bad cop, yeah, yeah. And so, well, and Aaron and I have talked about this because it can't just be a. There does have to be some discipline, right? And he is like not apt to that right um but me figuring out how i can be a good mom that's loving and hands-on and fun and patient and also being the what i say goes right (laughs) type thing because there's like a perfect policing it when you have to yeah and also like doing some self-talk to myself like allison she's three years old like let her stop and Look at this rock if oh. she wants to. Because oh, oh, yeah. I'd be like, come on, we got, <laughs> yeah. you know, we got right, things right, to do. Right. We got to go. Blah, 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 blah. Uh. Put your shoes on. Put your jacket on. So. Got it. I feel like I'm, it's an ever evolving thing. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making strides. I'm trying. Yeah. That mom life. Trying. Hashtag goals. <laughs> um, my next one. I'm grateful. Um. To be a positive influence in your life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and this comes mainly from when I walk into the bathroom here. Mm-hmm. I see poopery on your on your <laughs> yeah. toilet. Because I felt like I when I gave that to you originally, you totally poo-pooed it. Literally. You're like, okay, whatever. But now y'all use it on the regular. Yeah. And I love that. We do. <laughs> we have bathroom rules here. <laughs> so we have... 10 people that work in the office with me and only one bathroom. And, um, you know, things get a little hairy in there sometimes. <laughs> so we had to post up some rules and poopery is part of it. Yes. I probably need to reorder some. If you know what poopery is, it's like you 
before you go do your business, you spray the top the layer of water, and it's supposed to trap the odor inside of it. That's a pretty good job, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you shouldn't refresh the room as well. I think it's a it's a a two pronged attack to get rid of that smell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Boopery. <laughs> <laughs> um. You should try it out if you have not heard of it. Um, my next thing I'm thankful for is I get to start watching Christmas movies. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So funny story about that. I think if y'all are avid listeners of the Grape, you know that Aaron and I love us some Hallmark movies. Yes. And they're so terrible. We can agree on that. I love it. <laughs> like I know that they're terrible. Yes. But it's just... But you can't not watch it. I cannot. Yes. I cannot not. And last night, this is a, this is an actual funny thing that happened last night. So it kind of reflects poorly on me, but it's true. I'm going to bring it up. Aaron wakes me up in the morning. He, like, sets the alarm, and then he wakes, he wakes me up. up. Okay. This morning, I, w- I fell asleep in Charlotte's room last night during bedtime. So I'm still, like, in her room with her. And in the morning? He, when you yeah, woke up? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he comes in and he's like, Allison, I overslept. It's time to get up. You got to hurry. I'm like, okay. So I get it. I, you know, I'm starting to, I'm like, what happened? And he was like, well, I did stay up until midnight last night watching Hallmark movies. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) He had a Hallmark hangover. Wow. Wow. That's special. (laughs) He loves it too. I guess it's just our thing. I love it. So that's what I'm thankful for. Okay. So... That happens to be on my list, too. Bad movies. Okay. The bad movies that you can't not watch. Okay. I have three that I want to share with you. Okay, share. I'm not sure if I've shared these before. I might have, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number one is Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. We've talked about this. Okay. Um, Showgirls. You know I've never seen that. It's so good. It's so good. It is so good. There's so many great actors in that, Mm -hmm. that, and they didn't know it was going south until after it was finished. And it's so great. It's so bad. It's so good. Um, and then my last one is Psycho Beach Party. Psycho Beach Party. Um, remember Dharma and Greg? Yes. It's Greg. He's in there. I loved that show. Yeah, okay. You did? Yeah. I love it. Thomas Gibson is his name. Okay. And then he was on Criminal Minds. And it is just a wacky story. There's a drag queen in it. There's, you know, murder. There's intrigue. It's super campy. I yeah. love it. Um, okay, so besides Hallmark movies. I want to use that as a whole genre. Okay. Because they're all bad. Got it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Are there more, though? Okay, so my other favorite bad movie that I watch every single year. Yeah. It's not a Hallmark movie, but it is a Christmas movie. Okay. Surviving Christmas. Who's in that one? Ben Affleck. Oh. Christina Applegate. Oh. James Gandolfini. What? Um, it's I I own it, <laughs> so I'll invite you over at some point this Christmas season. What year was that made? Two thousand four. Okay. Yeah, a minute ago. Mm-hmm. And Aaron and I watched it, and we just decided that that was like our thing. So we ended up we went to Blockbuster, we rented the DVD, we stole it from them, so we could have it. Yeah. <laughs> this was like before Amazon, where you could just buy everything. Right. And then we didn't have a DVD player, so we had to buy it on iTunes. 
So now I, I own it on iTunes. They're getting us every which way. What, Apple? You can't own anything anymore unless it's through like Apple or something. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. The other movie <coughs> that I don't know if this is like a bad movie. It might be a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It might not be, but I just really like it. It's very schmarmy though. Okay. It's Legends of the Fall. Oh yes. Is that a good With movie a one... or a bad movie? It really depends on who you ask. It's the long haired Brad Pitt. He's hot in it. Uh huh. For sure. Anthony Hawkins. Uh-huh. Aiden Quinn. Yes. Yes. He's in all those like period movies. <laughs> I think you know everyone like. It was loved Brad Pitt when he cried. It's that that scene where he's like breaks down. Yes. And he can't hold it, but he can't help it. It's Brad Pitt and the prime of the Brad Pitt craze. Yeah. For sure. Um, Late. Interview with the Vampire oh, days. Yeah. yeah. Right? It was like hit like Titanic, Legends of the Fall. Titanic? No, no, no. That's Leo. I know, but this, oh, is, that that's, era, this is that era. Got it. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. think that there are movie stars like that anymore. Like, can you count Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Mm, not really. Because he's like, I think he's the highest grossing right now. star. Right. I say that in quotes. And I enjoy him. Mm-hmm. But Tom Cruise is still kicking it, which no. I don't understand. Um, yeah, that really confuses me. Yeah, but he's still making some money off that Mission Impossible stuff. Does anybody go see it? I mean, I think internationally people love him. Mm-hmm. They just don't know better. Um, I have to bring this up because Please. this is also breaking news. What? Another bad movie. Um, Glitter. I've heard of A1, that one. A1, Mariah Carey. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> you, you're being serious when you said that. Yeah. You've never seen that before. I'm not like a big movie person. It is. This is why this was so hard for me. Okay, so my roommate back when I lived in LA bought me that movie um, as a joke because it was such a bad movie with Mariah Carey. It's so bad that when you watch it, so she has a good side and a bad side, preferred side, and a side that she makes photographers know. She won't let them photograph her on the one side that Mm -hmm. she thinks is bad. The entire movie is filmed on her good side. Yeah, I would do that. The entire thing. I have a good side and a bad side. But if you're an actress, (laughs) you cannot have a clause that that, says, This is is Mimi that we're talking about. Another thing that's great about it is Padma Lakshmi yeah. is in it. It's just for a hot minute. She makes a cameo. She's real bitchy in it. I, I love, love her. Love her so much. Okay, so the funny thing about this, that came out like 17 years ago, whatever it was, Glitter, the, the soundtrack, is now number one on iTunes. Today. Wait, why? Because there's a hashtag out there called Justice for Glitter. And people knew that this movie was panned, and so... There was no attention given to the album. Um, and to her fans, her lambs, um, <laughs> have been promoting the Glitter soundtrack for the last month. And they got their goals. And it is now number one on iTunes. Guys, you got to be relatable to your fans. Because they can make you zero to hero. And she is a hero. Which is also the name of one of her albums. <laughs> would you call yourself a Mimi Lamb? No, absolutely not. I would go see her in concert um, because I think she's ridiculous. Yeah. But it, it'd be more of irony and like you know some throwback songs that I did enjoy. Do do do. Oh. Do 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 do. 
Um, so that happened. That is so funny. Look at us with all the breaking news today. Breaking news, y'all. But uh, yeah, I do encourage you to go to people.com to look at that story <laughs> of what I shared. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. This year, I kind of made a mantra of no fucks given. Mm-hmm. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. And I also told my mom. My mom was like, Allison, you've literally never cared what people have. Like, that's what she said. She was like, she was like, how can it be like no fucks given year when you have never? And I'm like, but even people that are, you know, a little more on the blunt side, mm-hmm. they still have, they still filter. They still care what other people think. Right. Right. But I made kind of a, a pact to myself at the beginning of this year that like in terms of some communication with other people, that I just needed to be a little bit not as acquiescent. Mm-hmm. This is like in work. And you were going to stand your ground, so yeah. to speak. And sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Uh-huh. I want examples. I can't get to. I know you can't. I can tell you offline. Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, but I think that everybody has a filter and they have kind of a way of, especially a way of being, and in my work life, I've always tried to be like acquiescent mm. with people. But that only gets you so far. Right. Is That is what I found. So this year you're like, nope. I tried to be a little bit more of a squeaky wheel and stand up for Allison. Oh, yeah. I. Does that make sense? It does now. Is this that you like say clear? It. Yes. And I think that this has been the most comfortable that I've been in my job. In your skin, even. Um, Because I don't know, I don't know if you've noticed this transition, but Mm -hmm. like when I first started working with Aaron and people would ask me what I do, I'd be like, my husband owns a company and I work with him. Ah. Like I would definitely like, it was Shove him to the forefront. Yes. I put Aaron in front and then then I'd be like, and I I get to work with him. I'm just a backup singer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And a lot of that was like me feeling, I had this whole story that, uh, Everybody thought that the only reason I worked with him was because I was his wife Uh and I didn't, like, add any value. And, you know, that's my own thing. But now, almost at the end of our third year, I'm feeling, like, way more confident and, like, with the skills and stuff that I actually do bring to the company. Mm -hmm. So I say I'm thankful for that and just, like, more standing, standing in my strengths, I guess, is what... I'm trying to say here through it. I bumble my way through it. Yay! <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> um, okay, this next one, it's a little petty, but I could say it anyways. I'm grateful for the first half of A Star is Born. Oh, I didn't see it yet. I know. Do you not like it? I gave it a B. Mm. Yeah. Why? I love the relationship. I love how they meet, how they develop their love for each other. But then it does go glitter on me. Like it gets real poppy, real like weird. Um, and it loses me a little bit. But if you watch the Barbara Streisand, Streisand version of it, like she is awesome. Like she is a star. She makes her music. She doesn't deviate from herself, whereas in this version, there is a little bit of, she goes left to be more pop star-y. 
Well, she is Lady Gaga. I understand that, but it I don't think it's going to uh, weather the test of time because of that. Because it's very of this moment. Mm. Whereas and the, not of the moment. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I wonder what Eddie Vedder would say about it. If he saw it, I'm not, I, I, he, I think that he liked the idea. I'm, I'm speaking for him right now. <laughs> but I don't think he would enjoy the, the pop, pop music it went. Yeah. Yeah. She does this whole SNL thing where she's like in silver pants and like dancing and this choreography and it gets a little bit weird that way. Yeah. I guess so. I now have missed my opportunity of seeing it in the theater. That's a great. Why do movies only stay in the theater for, for two like, days? Yeah. Like maybe a month. Right. Unless it's like a an Oscar nominated film. Then they'll like bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. But you got a very short window to go see. It's some. almost like it's stressful. It's like, oh, I want to see this movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. <gasps> Look at our girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, go. <laughs> that was my last one. That was one. your last one? Yeah. Um, my next one is I'm grateful that with this new lift thing that I'm doing, mm-hmm. that the times I've made really, like, big mistakes in turning, it, they've all been with tourists. So they have no idea that I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Half the time, though, um, don't you think that people are just totally zoning out looking yeah, at their phone? I hope so. So they don't even know. Yeah, yeah. there were, like, like maybe two big mistakes I made um, driving. But... They didn't even notice because they weren't from here. And I was like, ah, that's a relief. Do you feel like you're a good driver? I think I'm an excellent driver. Oh, you would rate yourself an A plus, eh? Well, and they have too. I'm a five-star mm. driver, baby. Um, but I am much more cognizant of not scaring people. Because when I'm by myself, I kind of speed. You weave. I do. Bob and weave and yeah. break. Um, but when I'm with, if I'm driving people, then I'm way more safe. Um, well, good. We don't need any lawsuits. No, we don't. Um, I'm grateful that Netflix is a streaming service. Do you remember the, back when... They held DVDs? Yes. Yeah, I was a member of that. I was too, but how ridiculous that was. I'm going to watch something. I'm going to put in the mail. I'm going to wait three days for it to get there. I'm going to wait for that next DVD to pop into my mailbox. Well, it's just crazy because it's like... Were there that many movies that we wanted to watch? Because we just got movies. We didn't get, like, TV shows or anything. That's true. Back in the day. Right. And I think they might have had some, like, seasons of TV shows. Right. But we just chose How movies. How laborious was that? It was so laborious. Right. <laughs> um, and my last one is, as I have to say that I'm thankful for, America's Test Kitchen. A TV show I haven't TV seen. Show. It's a TV show. It's an online thing. They just have the best foolproof recipes. Mm. And I've gotten so much inspiration from them. Cooking this year. And maybe that's why I feel like this need to keep reinventing. Right? Because yeah, you do love a cooking show. I do. Um, I love a good cooking video. A how-to like an explanation. Fast ones on Instagram. Oh, those are those are cute too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love again their innovation. It's innovation to keep things easy, flavorful, and I'm all into it. My thing is, if it's not broke, why fix it? <laughs> but it is broke. It's not broke. No one wants to eat a canned 
Aaron does. And Green it's his birth giving. <laughs> Has he used birth giving before? No, he just made it. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. Birth giving. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. That's all of the stuff this week. And we'll be back at you next week with... Um, Black Friday horror stories. So if you have any personal Black Friday horror stories, please reach out to us and let us know. And um, yeah, in the meantime, we will drop an episode next Thursday. So keep that on the lookout if you're driving on Thanksgiving Day. Because you know after you eat, there's nothing to do. You're done with the football game. You've already fought with everybody. Mm -hmm. You're deep into the wine and the eggnog. If you need some laughs. And you need to laugh along with us for sure. (laughs) You know where to find us. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah.